everybody. Welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast. This is, what do they call this, Neil? I believe this is our our diamond anniversary. Sure. Our it's, 75th. Also our, it's also our first transatlantic uh, episode. Well, I was going to say, if, kind of if we were a married couple, this would be our 75th anniversary, our diamond anniversary. Yeah, we'd be pretty um, fucking old. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the funny thing is, you know, so anyway, I'm one of your hosts, of course, Tom Trauma. We always, st- we've been starting midstream lately. I, I, I suspect everybody knows who we are at this point. Right? I think at this point, this uh, was 75. I think they know who we are. Yeah. The other, the other one here is Liverpool Neil, which I think is apropos because if you look at our, it's funny Neil, because if you look at our little description that we wrote when we started doing this a little over a year ago, and I know, I think you wrote this about what the podcast is. It says something like, you know, two old punks from opposite sides of the pond. Talk yep. about everything and nothing, or something like that, right? I think that's. And the funny thing is, the, that's what it says. Yeah. The only pond, the only pond we've been on opposite sides of is Lake Michigan to this point. <laughs> that's very true, dude. That's very but true. But now we do, in fact, have the Atlantic Ocean between us, and you are in Liverpool or thereabouts. You're in the you're in your in the suburbs. Yeah, yeah. I'm just um, across the River Mersey from Liverpool. Yep, exactly right. Yep. And I know you've you've been pretty we've been pretty forthright you know we've talked about it a little bit and of course you posted on the Facebook page about it so most people know why you're there it's less than a happy occasion but uh, it, all things considered it probably could have been worse um, uh, yeah but, uh, yeah so um, my mom was 93 years old and you know she started having some obviously I mean at that age right who wouldn't have health issues yeah. right but things started sure. going downhill about a month ago so. We thought everything would be okay till Christmas, but, um, you know, something happened like, uh, oh, geez, uh, all the days are blending together for me to tell you the truth, but, um, something happened a couple of weeks ago. So we booked a quick flight out here and, uh, my mom unfortunately passed away last Sunday. So it you were, was, uh, you were only there a couple of days at that point, right? Exactly. I got in on the Monday. I, yeah, I got in on the Monday. We went to see her in hospital on Tuesday. And it was it was pretty obvious things had been progressing pretty quickly when I saw her in the hospital Tuesday night, and um, they uh, released her home. Uh, I think she came home Friday night. So instead of staying in the hospital and you know and, and being alone at the end, we actually brought her home. I think Friday night, and uh, she passed early Sunday morning at home. So it was. Uh, but as things go, um, you couldn't have really wished for a for a better a better way to go out because there was no pain or anything like that so and uh, you know died at home and it's, all that with the family it's around nice, so. yeah, it's nice that you let her go home because i think well especially and we'll talk about this a little later with the lockdown getting more intense again i know for a while here they wouldn't even really let people into the hospitals yeah i think they've yeah and i think it was like that here too um but i think they've eased up on that a little bit uh, you know, when we went to visit her in the hospital, it was full on, you know, we had to hand sanitize her and masks, obviously, and shit like that. And I know when my, um, so my other family members went to see her, they made him wear gloves as well, which was weird. But, uh, yeah, I mean, at that point, mm. like at 93 and she had cancer and stuff, I don't, you know, I, <laughs> I mean, what's going to happen? COVID yeah. was the least of the worries at that point. Right. So, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So, so so yeah I mean it's 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 a it's a sad occasion it's a sad occasion sure. but uh like I say it, it if there was a way to go this actually didn't didn't yeah. seem so bad you know so well and but yeah it is I mean it's it, let me be the first to say you know sorry sorry about your mom obviously the fact of the matter is she is older but she's still your mom you know it's oh, it's yeah, it's, for a, sure. it's a it's a hard thing um and a lot of people have reached out and uh you know this weird yeah little and I appreciate I appreciate everybody's thoughts and stuff yeah weird little 
dysfunctional family we've sort of developed here. So, but I'm I'm glad to hear your voice, pal. You know, we haven't we haven't been able to do this much. Obviously, you've been gone, and I don't know how often we'll be able to do this. But until you know, before you come back, and I hope you can come back <laughs> with, the way, with the way things are going. Are well, you setting up? Are, are you setting up to be able to work there, or if you not, you're not going to bother with that? No, I am because I mean, I'm okay. I'm going to be here a month basically because we didn't yeah. know how long to come for. So at least true, a couple more weeks from now. Basically, yeah, exactly. More than two weeks from now. Yeah. Exactly, because when because when we booked our tickets, obviously my mom was sick, but we didn't know how sick. So we were like, well, you know, we better book it for a month or something. And um, I was figuring two weeks vacation time and two weeks, you know, get internet installed at the house because obviously I'm I'm staying at my mom's house and she was older, so she had no internet. So I had to try and get that taken care of first. So I will be working from home a little bit, but not yet. Probably next week I'll start doing that. I don't know how much I'll be able to do. Because of the time difference, you know, six hours well, ahead. But the so. fact of matter is, you work with international people, right? Like sometimes you 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 do yeah. IT stuff for Germany and other play. I mean, maybe I do. Yeah, Germany and Turkey those and stuff. European customers the care that they deserve, Neil, that they so richly <laughs> deserve. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Now, and you know, my my timing actually couldn't have been worse. The timing of this, because I don't know if if you're all aware in the, in the states, but England just went into a full on lockdown today. So all the bars are closed, all the restaurants are closed, except for takeout. Um, all the stores are closed, except for essential food stores and stuff like that. So England just went into a full-on lockdown starting today for a month. So yeah. the next two weeks, basically, I I can't do anything, basically. There's nowhere to go. Hmm. There's, you know, unless you're just walking on the beach or some shit. But, um, yeah, some of the rules are crazy. Are you now? You, you, your brother is there, obviously. We, you guys are just sort of, I assume, still hanging out in your little family pod. Yeah, and I mean, then they say that you got to hang out with the people in your bubble or whatever the hell the stupid shit they say. But I'm not paying any attention to that whatsoever. Yeah. Um, well, our friend Richard, who you know, frequent listener, and he'll know he knows who he is. He 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 said it's they've Germanized us. In other words, <laughs> he was saying it's like Nazi Germany, right? No shit. <laughs> like. I'm looking for checkpoints. And <laughs> oh, no, do you no, have dude, your papers? Dude, it's crazy. In Liverpool, they're starting to test. They're saying everybody can get tested, and it's the military doing the tests. It's very, very <laughs> strange. And I wonder who, who the fuck <laughs> knows what happens if they actually if you test positive. Maybe they throw you into they the back throw, of the yeah. Throw you in a hole. <laughs> yeah, throw you in a hole for, for 14 days. I I I don't know, but it's uh, the whole thing is very odd. And I think I can personally, I think it's a complete overreaction. Because I mean, what are they going to do this every few months? You know. Yeah, I, I I I kind of agree, and and I I don't know. Once again, listen, I'm not a scientist, I, but I do know that Sweden's not getting a second wave nearly as bad as the rest of Europe. Nope, exactly. So once right. again, I can't help but wonder if if maybe that was a better model. But once again, I know a lot of people disagree, and I'm sure lots of people are yelling at me right now. But listen, so hey, so we uh, we picked out a lot of songs today, and they're really. We, we are really going to be scattershot in our theme today. I know that. We're just going to rap. We're going to catch up. You and I haven't really had a chance to do our normal conversing. So why don't we uh, – our theme music theme is going to be well, Halloween. Yeah, let me do a little introduction to that because it's kind yeah, of yeah, my it, it's, it, it's kind of my fault. Because um, we planned originally to do this show uh, Halloween, which was what was that? I, I'm not going to hold it. Again. I'm not going to hold it against you that you couldn't record while your mother was, you know, on her deathbed. Now. <laughs> well, 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 that's I will, okay, I'm, so... listen, I'm a bastard, but I'll let that slide. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween was what was it was Halloween Friday or Saturday? Saturday. I think it was Saturday. it was Saturday. It was Saturday, right? So we planned to record a show that night, 
but that was the, the yeah but that was the that was the day that my mom had just been returned home so that kind of threw all those plans out of the window i'm afraid with my family all my family came over including you know distant relatives and stuff and we had basically it was like an all-day party here you know it was almost like a like a living way because because my, my mom was in the front room they delivered you know the nhs god bless them you know the national uh uh, health service over here they delivered a bed to the house this like bed that goes up and down and you know it was super fancy shit and they put all that stuff in the in the front room downstairs and so she was she was with us and we were we had like a was full she day party pretty, i mean she never lost her mind which is nice right no she did she pretty was she able to be conscious and stuff or was she, too she tired? was she was sleeping a lot, but, uh, you know, you'd come in and say something and her eyes would flicker and she'd smile and she'd try and talk and stuff like that. So, uh, so that's, so that's what I'm doing like jello shots with you guys. Right well, we, I, that's funny. You mentioned that because Saturday and Friday night, <laughs> she, she, we actually did give her a little sip of gin to see if she, to see if she was, would dig that. But, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's why we didn't do our show on, on, on Saturday. So, yeah, even though we had a Halloween theme going, we didn't get to record it on Halloween. So here we are a few days late, right? So, so that's what so happened let's, there. Uh, yeah. you, want to do, you want to do the first Halloween song or shall I? You do the first one. You may as well do uh, the one that's actually let's called the, Halloween, the, right? Kennedy's one, yeah. I mean, the obvious choice would be the Misfits song Halloween, but let's do a Dead Kennedy song Halloween instead. Yep. I was actually torn between this one and I Kill Children because um, <laughs> that one talks about poisoning Halloween candy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it just seemed to me seemed too mean spirited. What can I tell you? We'll save that for episode seventy nine, the next dirty show. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, this is uh, Dead Kennedys Halloween. Tomorrow, you're born. 
There it was, the Dead Kennedys with uh, with with Halloween. Yeah, it's a great one. Yeah, I was actually expecting you to do the Misfits Halloween as well, but I guess you're right. That would have been too much of a like everybody and their brother has done that when it was a podcast, right? Everybody has, has done that year. Misfits one. Yeah, maybe next year. Yeah. Think about Misfits version of Halloween. It's literally been covered by like 50 other punk bands, so you could do like. I mean, I know the Dropkick Murphys did it and like AFI, and there's just so many bands that covered it. So yeah, a lot of psychobilly bands have covered it too. So uh, yeah. yeah, even though you're going to do more punk stuff, I'm going to do actually almost all psychobilly stuff today because one of the oh. one of the tenets of psychobilly is a lot of that kind of you know horror movie type shtick, you know. And uh, yep. I actually meant to do like maybe like a horror punk episode one of you know one of one of the times uh, that was actually on my original list of ideas of of, of show themes that we could do. Um, it's not too late, man. It's not too but, late. You know, bands like the Rosedales or um, who are some of the who are some of those other ones? Geez, some of the names are. Um, God damn it. Well, there's there's a bunch of punk bands that do like real hardcore horror theme stuff too. There's that band, the Jasons. Yeah, the Undead, um, right? So there's a bunch of them like that that sing specifically songs about horror movies and other like punk bands that have a song or two about horror movies. So yeah, that'd be cool. But the some, mental, but the some. There's the, the some who just do that. That's their theme, right? I think there's one called Calabrese, right? Calabrese. And then there's one called Blitz Kid, I believe. There's a Japanese okay. one called Balzac, like a... you know, someone like that. Yep. Yeah. They were buddies of the Misfits. Yeah. Oh, and then, of course, so, there, was our, there was our friend uh, There was our friend in the Independence. I mean, they got that whole, that whole thing going on, too, right? Yep. Yeah. That horror stuff, too. So, yeah. So it's, it's funny. So you know what we missed and this is just this shows how poorly planned we do everything i mean we pretty much officially have had our one year like anniversary now doing this show right our one we've passed it we did yeah because our i think show number three was me going down to fest and that was halloween last year the halloween weekend yeah well yeah. and it's just typical of us to not even like not only to not mark the occasion but not to even know when the occasion is <laughs> like exactly <laughs> well that's true because that's we recorded off we recorded our first episode like way before like a couple of weeks before we actually put it online right so it's a little yeah little difficult to know yeah i think that's right mid-october but yeah that sounds about right 
But anyway, nevertheless, so, you know, so speaking of Halloween, I can't believe we didn't do a Halloween theme show last year, but of course, last year we were still going to shows and we didn't realize the world was going to become a horror scene. Yeah. So, so you, do you guys, do you, they celebrate it much in the UK? I mean, um, we may have already talked about this a year. If we did, I apologize if you're just catching up, but I can't remember Deal's answer. Um, it's, it's actually funny. Um, when I was a kid, uh, you know, way back in the 1850s, uh, <laughs> Halloween, Halloween wasn't a big deal at all. I mean, we would do, there would maybe be a Halloween party, but all it was was like duck apple or something lame like that. And they wouldn't even have pumpkins. They, I'd be carving like a turnip or hmm. some shit. I mean, it wasn't a big deal. It certainly wasn't commercialized at all. Halloween. Yeah, exactly. It was like it was like Victorian Halloween, basically, is what it was. You know, maybe a candle in the window or something. But um, creepy mess out of. But but this year, but I mean, I guess more recently, it's become a lot more Americanized than it was because you know my nieces, um, actually no, they would be my nieces' kids, the little kids who came over on Halloween. You know, they were dressed in costumes and stuff, and they wanted to go trick or treating, but um, because of COVID. No one can have kids come into the door or something, so it was like a virtual trick or treating. But it's a lot more it's a lot more Americanized now than it certainly was when I was when I was a kid. Um, kind it's of, funny, you know. It's yeah. Go ahead. It's it's funny because I remember reading a thing a while back about how like so Americans take holidays and then they kind of make them into something they're not. Like Cinco de Mayo is a big one, like where Mexico doesn't really acknowledge it. It's like nothing to them. But to us, we make a big deal out of it. But the other one that was interesting was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. How St. Patrick's Day was always kind of a sacred family holiday, and here yep. it's just a drinking holiday. And now Ireland sort of has to had to make it into a drinking holiday for the American tourists that come over for it. Exactly. It's not. Isn't that weird? It's not. Yeah. I was going to say St. Patrick's Day because you know, to the American, I mean, to USA. the um, to the Irish, USA. it wasn't that big of a deal. We'll talk about how great the USA is in the next in the next segment. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I missed a lot, didn't I? I missed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, you missed a lot and nothing at the same time. Yeah. Um, but so, I and I, maybe we talked about this last year. I'm sure we did. But you know, so I live in a great neighborhood for trick or treating. The houses are fairly close together. There's sidewalks. You know, it's a closed-in subdivision, so there's not a lot of traffic from yeah. the outside. I can see that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, we have been having Halloween parties here for. Oh, I don't know. Well, we've been here 18, 19 years now, and we've probably been having Halloween parties at most of those. And it's the same thing. We have we make homemade pizza. Our friends bring booze over. They bring their kids. Now the kids are almost all grown up, honestly. And uh, we did do that this year like we normally do. It was a little – some people weren't able, and some people that were going to come were actually not feeling well, so they stayed home. And um, But we had, we had a good time, definitely. It was uh, – uh, it's not what it was when the kids were little. But it's still fun. Well, so, kids, yeah, we had uh, a super spreader event. Were the, were, the, were the kids able to trick or treat? Are they able to go house to house, or they is that were. not really happening? No, it was happening. Oh, cool. I know okay. a lot of these, like, they had, like, these trunk or treat events or whatever, and these are really popular now. So I know, I would guesstimate that there was between a third and a half of the traffic we normally get. Oh, wow. Okay. But the kids did well. They came home with big old sacks of candy, the ones that went out, so... Well, so what kind of what kind of stuff so, do you give away at your house? Are you giving away full size candy bars or what? All those no, no, we the, more like the more like the snack size. I'm not made of money, dude. I gotta save my money. <laughs> save your money for what? For discogs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. 
Well, like I said, we'll talk about that in a minute, but I've actually been holding off buying anything because I know the post office is such a cluster at the moment, even worse than usual. But anyway, so yeah, that was that was our Halloween. We had a we always like I said, we we do it up and um my wife is, you know, when like when the kids were little, she would make them all their own costumes and stuff. So it's mm-hmm. definitely it's 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 fun. So, why don't you why don't you play a Halloween song? Okay. Um oh, I, I'm going to I am going to play uh, from the from the uh, Kings of Psychobilly, um, the originals, the Meteors. Uh, I am going to play the song Michael Myers, and this is off their third album, mm. I believe. So, yeah, so this is the Meteors with Michael Myers, who, as you will know, was the character in the Halloween movies, right? So Michael Myers by the Meteors. Sam
there. Michael Myers by the Meteors. So, uh, yeah, kind of a little bit of a different spin. But like I was saying, a lot of the Psychobilly bands, they had uh, a lot of uh, horror movie type themes. So that's uh, very common in the, well, they in they the, in the psycho, psycho scene. They have Psycho in the title. They have Psycho in the title. They have to be Psycho, right? Uh-oh. Did I lose you? Yeah, it's something like that, yeah. So, um, it's funny. I actually just watched Halloween with the kids, like with my sons, like Monday. The first one? Last Monday. Okay. The first one. And I remember how bad that scared me when I was a kid, and they were just pretty much laughing at it. Wow. So. Huh. But, anyway, it was enjoyable. So, so okay, we got we got one or two ways we can go. I I, I, I we could hold off on I, we we should mention the election because that's a real that's obviously the big thing going on right now in the U.S. of A. But were you able to get out? Let's talk about this instead first. Were you able to go out and do a little record shopping while you were there? Oh, dude, it's so funny you mentioned that. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so the lockdown. He announced the lockdown. I think last Friday. And okay. so, and it went into effect today, Thursday morning. So Wednesday was the last day that you could go out, you know, was the last day all the stores were open. So yesterday okay. I was, I was basically out all day. Um, did went to one record store on Tuesday, one new one I'd never been to before. And then, but yesterday, and that was local on this side of the Mersey. But, um, um yesterday I traveled over to Liverpool. It's only like 20 minutes by train underneath the Mersey. Um, and I went to all my favorite record stores yesterday, so I spent probably way too much money. But uh, yeah, I think I went so, to four. Dif- I think I went to four different stores yesterday. Yeah. Are there still stores there from when you were a kid? Um, the only one that is oh dear, that didn't taste good. Um, the only one that is still there is one called Probe. Um, even though it's moved locations numerous times, that's the one that Pete Burns from Dead or Alive used to used to work in. Uh, mm. uh that used to be up by Eric's, by Matthew Street, uh, by where the Cavern is. Eric's and now the, it's, famous, but, the famous, yeah, the famous punk, punk club. club. Yep, yep. And the Cavern, obviously, where the Beatles started. Um, so that was on Matthew Street, and it's moved. It moved probably about 15 years ago to a different location, but it's still uh, being run by the same owners, which is cool. And they actually sold me a record yesterday, so it was nice to see those two guys again, even though they're probably hmm. in their 70s now. Uh, oh. But yeah. That's the only one that um, was there when I was a kid. Uh, there's some ones in Liverpool that have been going for the last ten years, you know, since I've been coming, you know, coming home recently. Uh, so it, it, it's interesting. One of them, and it really bugs the fuck out of me. Tell you the truth, uh, you'll go in there, you know, and they'll have some albums, you know, thirty, forty quid or whatever. You know, that's getting onto fifty bucks, depending on what it is. Yeah. And it's in the sleeve, and you take it up there, nice condition, whatever. They take it out of the plastic sleeve. They don't give you the goddamn plastic sleeve. <laughs> it's like I, I, I just paper, they put it in the paper sleeve. They, they just, yeah, they just they just give you the they get out of the plastic sleeve and hand you the album. And it's like, dude, I just paid like fifty bucks for this. The, oh, you're talking the one that goes over the yeah, whole cover. Yeah, thing. exactly. I'm like, I swear Jesus I, Christ. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, what you you skimp it? I paid fifty bucks, and you're gonna skip me out of like the ten. The fifteen cent fucking plastic sleeve, seriously. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. anyway, that's pretty. That's pretty chancy. Right. I actually broke down. You know, I actually broke down and bought some of the inner white seven inch paper sleeves because it bugs me. The ones that didn't have, and I was afraid I was scuffing the records up too much. So. Oh, interesting. So you're coming around to my point of view now. See. 
Yeah, well, no, they're just the plain white paper ones, but it's just, you know, a lot of the old 7-inches didn't have an inner sleeve. It was just the just the it's just sleeve the, itself. Yeah, yeah, the vinyl inside the picture sleeve, yeah. Yep. So, anyway. Yes. So, and, and, and anyway, it was so, funny. It was like, so yesterday in Liverpool, because everybody was doing the same thing. Because lockdown went sure. into effect this morning, so it was like it was like Christmas shopping. Luckily, so those was... germs, those germs were going to wait. Luckily, I'm very considerate <laughs> of them. Right? How stupid is that? So, but Science. yeah, <laughs> Liverpool was Liverpool was insane. It was heaving, and it was just like Christmas Eve. People were just those lines to get into the stores oh. and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, and then the place we went for late lunch, you know, it was like an Italian restaurant slash bar. And uh, as we were as we were getting our food, they were trying to take all the all the booze off the shelves because they've got to close for a month. So I don't know. So so they're gonna so okay. So can you still go to like the grocery store and buy booze? Because I mean they're not gonna cut cut off England from booze. I mean they will be a riot then, right? Yeah, there would be a riot then. Even though the English are so well behaved, I was like, this wouldn't fly in the states. Let me tell you. Um, no, you can still go Listen, to man, the guys. The guys who dumped the tea in the harbor were English too at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. They are um, capable of rising up. That's there. So the uh, yeah, essential stores, what they whatever they class as essential stores, are allowed to remain open, which is basically food stores, and all the food stores serve booze. So that will be. In fact, I went to one today. So we bought some. We bought some different beers to take home to my brother's house. So they they are staying open. But it is nice to when you you know we went out. Um, driving in the country today because I, I live reasonably close to the country too on the other side of Liverpool so um Cheshire we went to some old graveyards you know I like to do graveyards right we went to one today where the oldest gravestone was 1632 so that was that was pretty mm. cool um but it's nice afterwards that's then, too to bad I miss, I miss your pictures of the uh I miss your pictures of the uh, like old like 500 year old bars it's a bummer I'm not gonna get <laughs> yeah, more of those. yeah right right well that's what i would have liked to have done after you've been to an old graveyard what's the uh, normally there is sure. a pub right across from the graveyard and there was and of course it was closed uh so that was a real drag so speaking of halloween you know you take these pictures of these old churches and i swear they look like horror movie posters like i've never like for whatever reason you seem to have a real gift for taking pictures of old churches in the dark Dude, that one was mental, right? That one I took. In fact, I'm going to put it up on the page. That one was mental because that was my first night. That was my first night in the states, and you know I was jet lagged and stuff. So we went out for a walk just up by the church, and it was just such a. a it was just a fortunate thing. The lighting was perfect, and the the moon was just coming up behind the church, and I didn't even realize when I was taking it that you could see like those ghostly silhouettes of the gravestones in the foreground. Yeah. It was a very, very lucky picture. It's a cool picture. I've, I've, yeah. I've been sort of meaning to put more like pictures and content and stuff on the Facebook page since we're not putting up as many episodes, but you know, then I forget. Hey, we're but still waiting probably, for you. We're, some... we're still waiting for you to put up the pictures of the, of the pillows, buddy. The, the pillow fortress of solitude. My, my, my website actually changed the whole color scheme since I took the pictures originally. I have them in my phone, but I wow. want to put up some records too that we from our record shop in Chicago now that. 73 is up so oh yeah right right so right. so i'll tell you what let's since we picked out so many songs today i'm gonna play another song and then we'll come back and you can tell me what you spent too much money on okay if you want good. yep sounds good so what, what other songs did i tell you oh, oh let's do misfits that's right so we're not gonna do misfits halloween but all misfit songs are horror songs obviously halloween themed to a certain extent so let's do uh night of the living dead okay misfits. Not, night of the living dead by the misfits
See, I'm kind of surprised you didn't do something like London Dungeon just to, you know, to make me feel at home or something like that. I, you know, I didn't even think about it. I should have, yeah. see? Yeah. So, oh, oh, oh I, now I'm talking about that, though. So what, What's yeah, it? no shit, yeah. Um, so I anyway. actually wanted to, t- there's so much, there's so much to, for me to cover. I've, so much weird shit has happened over the past two weeks. It's been like a, well, 10 days, really. It's been like a, it's been like a whirlwind, dude, but the flight over. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, normally, you know, we flew. So, okay. So the way we fly when we come home is cause I live in the Northwest, so we don't fly into London. We normally fly into Manchester and there's no direct flights from Chicago to Manchester. So at least not anymore, there aren't. So we fly uh, Aer Lingus and we fly Chicago to Dublin, then have like a two-hour layover in Dublin, and then do Dublin to Manchester. And my brother picks me up in Manchester, right, which is like an hour outside Liverpool. Mm. And, um, you know, normally it's a it's a uh, Airbus, Airbus 330, I think. It's a 350-seat plane, big right? It's plane. a big plane, yeah. big plane. Okay, I asked there was 30 people on the plane, 30. There you go. Social distancing, huh? Social distancing. Easy. It was probably the most pleasant flight I've ever had to England. It was wonderful. <laughs> you know, we got on – the plane hey, took bro. off early. The plane took off early, which never happens from O'Hare. Even if it's on time at O'Hare, it's normally 20 minutes because it's so busy, right? You're waiting yeah. for planes to clear. We took sure. off 10 minutes early, and huh. we, but we almost had like our own private air hostess bringing us drinks and stuff like that. I mean it was <laughs> – it was. So uh, you had to wear your mask on the plane. We did, but, but you could still you know, have drinks. Yeah, we could still have drinks, and we still they still brought food around and stuff like that. And to tell you the truth, because it was so few, we were actually they closed off the back of the back half of the plane was closed off. We were as we were as far back as people went, which was row twenty two. Mm-hmm. I think we were row twenty two. So there's no one behind us. There was no one around us. So a few times I took my mask off and stuff like that, and they, you know, it was it was all right. Um, well, it's just the three you basically together. So exactly, exactly. So, I mean, like I say, I mean, and I forgot actually, because it's Dublin is an hour closer than Manchester would be. So it was actually only like a five and a half hour flight, oh. five and a half to six hours. So it actually wasn't that bad. So, yeah, uh, see, you practice sleep if there ain't that many people. Um, and I t- <laughs> but I tell you what was weird though. So we get into Dublin at, I think, six o'clock in the morning. And uh, Dublin Airport was it was like a ghost town. It was like a it was like a zombie movie or something like that because mm. you know it's an international airport and the place was empty and it was freezing cold. Mm. Yeah, so we were waiting for our transfer wow. flight to Manchester. Yeah. So anyway, Did you have a couple have a couple fresh fresh pints of Guinness while you waited. Dude, there was nothing open. No, I would I would have done, but there was absolutely mm. nothing. It was like it really was like a ghost town. Uh, I was mm. just happy that there was a plane there. Yeah, to take us. <laughs> but talking of that, actually, the return flight they've cancelled it. So when I Uh-oh. come back, we actually we actually have had to push the date back a couple of days because they aren't flying. Because again, the flights are so empty, and I could see why they're not flying. That yeah, you can't that, make money. You can't even yeah, pay for the fuel. Exactly. So that Manchester Dublin flight, they're not running on weekends anymore. So I I was originally going to fly back on Saturday the twenty first. So we had to push it back to Monday the twenty third. So I'm gonna. Can't you get a ferry days. or something? <laughs> <laughs> we well, I mean, come sure, on, it's only a couple miles across, right? Right, 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 hmm. right. Um, so yeah, so that was my weird, weird traveling experience. But yeah, I've never been on. In fact, I'll put a picture of that up on the site too because that was totally weird. 
stay on bed on a plane without it's, two people. It's been years. Well, that's the problem is, you know, we want you want to put that up, but you really don't want to put those pictures up until this episode is posted. Right. So that's there's, true. there's that lag. You know, yeah. so that's why, like I said, I'm going to put some up to go with 70, 73 here. Yeah. Because I'm actually going away for the weekend again. Um, one last weekend, uh, since we weren't able to do like a big trip for our anniversary this year, my wife and I are going with a couple of friends and having another, just another Midwest weekend. Michigan is kind of the most locked up of the states. So if you're willing to go a state over or state under, you can actually have a little more fun. So. So, where are you going? so yeah, we're doing that. So I, I may buy some records at some point. We're actually going down in shooting down to Indiana, but we're shooting towards the east, and we're gonna end up in Ohio. Oh, okay, cool. So it should be fun. We got we got some plans, and we'll do our thing. You know, we'll do our our whining and antiquing and drinking and eating and staying at pretty nice hotels, but like right in the city center. Cause what usually happens on these things is like, everybody's like, Oh, there's a distillery over here. So we go to the distillery. I have one or two drinks. I'm like, Oh man, if I have another one, I'm going to be rocked. And then I got to drive to the next stop. So this right. time we will walk. It'll be great. So you go to Cincinnati my wife yelling at me by, by eight o'clock. My wife will be yelling at me. So, so Cincinnati you going to, or what? Where, where, where about? Uh, I think we're by, by the Dayton area actually. Oh, Dayton. Okay. I'll get us stop in and say hi to, uh, look up our, yeah, look at our look up our pal Josh. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that we that's anyway. Yeah, that's what we're doing this weekend. It, it stinks, man. I wish we could do like we did last year, on a cruise or go to Mexico or something. It's just we just can't do it this year, which which works out okay anyway because honestly, my kids' cars have been costing me so much money. It's like a luxury vacation. I flushed down the toilet, so it's all good. Well, I tell you what. So you so, would be perfect. Anyway, first world maybe. powers. You wanna you wanna do one more song before you tell me what you bought? Oh, sure, 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 sure. So I am going to play um, a song by the uh, Canadian uh, Psychobilly band. It used to be Psychobilly, not so Psychobilly anymore, but they used to be. The first album is fantastic. Uh, the Creep Show. And the song is called uh, Zombies Ate Her Brain from the 2006 album Sell Your Soul. I'd like to tell a little story about a girl from far away. You might feel bad, you might feel sorry about what happened. So they say, well, once upon a time I was a sweetheart, a pretty girl flipped the red. That's the first really singer. Cool. I know they have a. Yep. I know they have a different different singer now. 
They've actually had three singers. Oh. It's, actually, it's actually interesting. The... Hello, Tom. I'm here, Neil. I'm losing you for some reason. Must be that yeah. cheap freaking British internet you got there. It's entirely possible, my friend. It's because Lydia's probably upstairs playing whatever the hell she plays, you know, on the internet. I don't know what the hell Just she does. Sucking down the sucking down the bandwidth playing bandwidth. Like, uh, Call yeah. of Duty or something. Yeah, but I was gonna say, so the Creep Show have actually had three singers. Um, their first yep. singer, yeah, their first singer uh, was, I think she was the best to tell you the truth. Um, and she left after the first album and then got her sister to come in and sing, which was kind of weird. So her sister, Sarah Sin, came in. And, yeah. And she sang like the next three albums. And now they have they have a new a new female singer. So, uh, yeah, so they've got three singers. I know the singer is some, of some kind of Asian descent. I yes, believe, exactly. Right? Yeah. And those guys talk constantly. And so you can see the difference. I mean, I can tell the difference. Yeah. By looking. Yeah, they, they have a big local following here. Paramount has a surprisingly good um, psychobilly, rockabilly scene. Mm-hmm. So, and we got a club that really likes to book that stuff. So, so, what did you buy, Neil? Tell me what you bought. I, I've right. been, like I said, I haven't bought anything since Chicago. I've been holding back. So, you tell me what you bought, so I can live a little bit vicariously through you. All right. So this is interesting. So, um, the 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 part of. Uh... The, the, the suburb I live in is called Wallasey, and we're right next door to us to a, a coastal town. I, I live in a peninsula, and it's surrounded on three sides by water. Obviously, we got the River Dee separates me but, but from Wales. Uh, we got the Irish Sea, obviously goes over to Ireland, and then on the right hand side we got the River Mersey with Liverpool on the other side of that. And um, so this other local oh. town by me called New Brighton, it used to be one of the biggest seaside resorts in the country going back to like Victorian times, like a hundred years ago. Um, but it really has fallen. It fell on hard times, especially in the 1970s and 1980s. and was basically just like a ghost town. But over the last couple of years, I oh. guess a lot of people have tried to revitalize it. And there's been a lot of uh, new stores going in, exciting, like little uh, new bars and restaurants and shit like that. And, um, uh, there's one place uh, that's got it's got a coffee shop and bar downstairs. Then it's got a record store upstairs and a tattoo parlor upstairs too. So it's one of those all all one kind mm. of sh- uh, shop. I think it's called Rockland, something like that. So I'd heard there was a record store there. So I popped in. I think on like Tuesday or Wednesday. Wasn't expecting much. And the place looks unfinished, to tell you the truth. It's just like there's people, there's workmen working on the stairs and stuff like that. And you have to tr- walk over the wires and shit. But went in. Nobody in the, nobody in the store at all. Nobody. Just, but there's a bunch of records out, you know. But there was nobody, like, up there. So I started looking. And, um, okay, so I know a, long, a while ago you bought a big country album, right? You bought the first big country album, The Crossing. Right, I did. I did. Yeah, you did. I you I found, like you, an antiques place. Right, right. Yep. So like three bucks or something. So I'm, I'm, I was a big, big country fan. Um, I found that they had their second album there for three dollars, for three pounds. Big, uh, uh, Steel Town, it's called. And um, it's actually my favorite big country album. And I already have it, to tell you the truth. But it was like, oh, that's funny. Look, oh, and it says it's autographed. So, okay, that's good for three pounds. I bet it's autographed by one of the other band members because the main guy, Stuart Adamson. Who's dead, who was in yeah. the skids, yeah, he committed suicide 25 years ago. And normally if a dead guy is signed something, you know, the price skyrockets, right? So these guys sure. obviously did, ob- these guys obviously didn't know what they had because I, I get it out of the sleeve to look at it. 
not only is it autographed by Stuart Adamson, it's also got like four or five publicity eight by tens in there signed by Stuart Adams by and the oh. whole band, basically like that. So that was three wow. pounds, which is like four bucks, right? So Five I'm like, well, this, yeah, this, yeah, I was like, this sounds too good to be true. So I ran it downstairs and paid for it at the coffee shop and got the hell out of there. So, so you already made, I mean, right there, you had already made your trip. I mean, that was it. That's the basically, kind of find yeah. where you're walking around with a smile on your face the rest of the day. Yeah, I mean, I'd always wondered what it would take to get a Stuart Adamson autograph, how much that would cost. And then if you get it on eBay or something, you can never trust that the thing is legit. You know what I mean? You, you can never trust that yeah. stuff. So this was, uh, yeah. I mean, these were personalized, some of these autographs. So they, it was, they were completely legit. But like I say, this must have been like, it was like a promotional copy with all these like signed 8x10s in there. So that was that was pretty sweet. And mm. um, I also bought a Toy Dolls. They also had a Toy oh. Dolls single in there for like two pounds. Uh, so I got a Toy Dolls 7-inch. So that was. Well, you're like me, you know, you're bargain shopping all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, seeking, I mean, so, seeking out the cheap rack. Well, it was it was weird. Like I said, this this store was, was like it was almost it. it was almost like it wasn't open yet or something. They were just like dumping all the shit they had into one big, you know, box compartment. Really, they kind hadn't of thing. gone on discogs and start hadn't gone on discogs and start seeing what stuff is worth yet. Well, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I, I get kind of lucky with that one. So that was on. That was on Tuesday, maybe. What day is today? Today's Thursday, right? Yeah. Um, that was on Tuesday. Yeah. And then, like I said, we went to Liverpool on Wednesday. And I had in my mind which which record stores I was going to hit on um, in Liverpool because yeah, I've been going to them for you know a few years and stuff. So the first one we hit was probably the one of the biggest. It's called Dig. Um, Dig Vinyl. Um, they okay. do actually have a they do actually have a Discogs presence, and it's very obvious from the from how they they price their records it's obvious they're they're always right in the middle of what discogs would would be charging so i made my way over to the punk section and let's see what did i find first i found um psychobilly band called uh frenzy uh actually the singer in that band as well committed suicide which is which is weird but anyway i got the first frenzy album which is called hall of mirrors I bought. Um, Are they English? Yeah, friends who were English. Yeah, they're from London. They came in the wave after the meteors okay. and, and the guanabats and stuff like that. Um, then I got a twelve-inch single by a band called a band actually called London, um, who were one of the lesser-known punk bands from '77. Um, oh, there was a, a hair metal. There was a hair metal band called London. Yeah, Didn't this some is, of the guys from Motley Crue come from that. Yeah, well, I don't know, but that, that's not that's not them. Um, they were from LA, so yeah. Because yeah, this band from London actually were from London, and actually the drummer John Moss went on to be in Culture Club. He went to be, he was a drummer in Culture Club, and he was actually Boy George's boyfriend, I guess, as, as well. So, um, London, I think had Excellent. one album, and then this one twelve-inch single. Um, I think Friday on My Mind it was, it was one of the best songs, and No Time. And then he had a song called Susie Sue, which is funny because Susie Sue was spelled wrong, uh, so. But anyway, I got mm. that 12-inch single. That was pretty well, cheap. Susie is very hard to spell. It is. It is. It is. That's true. And then I got... Um, I think I might have mentioned this band before. Uh, when I saw SNFU, there was a band called Texan the Horseheads mm-hmm. with a female singer called Texacola yeah, yep. Jones who kind of took a shine to me. So that was my claim to okay. fame. So I got an album from them. I've always wanted one of their vinyl <laughs> albums. And... Uh, 
yeah, it was like five bucks. I guess they again they didn't really know what they had because those are normally pretty damn hard to find. Wow, you so, What's that? It's funny because you're not, you know, when we went out in Chicago, you bought like a thirty dollar single, and you, you know, you you always you always usually shop in the high dollar bin. Of course, you did just fly three people to England. Maybe you're licking your wounds a little bit, right? Oh, oh no, it's good. I'm not finished yet. <laughs> so, so uh, I got, <laughs> okay, all right. All yeah, right. so I got the, I got the Texan the Horseheads album, uh, which was reasonably cheap, uh, and twelve inch wise, I got Frenzy, I got that, I got that. So that was it. They they, they didn't have that many albums, so you that I was interested in. But seven inches, I went to their seven inch single and seven inch section, and uh, I kind of overdid myself a little bit the seven inch section. So. Mm. First thing I got was uh, Stranglers No More Heroes, uh, the classic, you know, uh, one of their classic oh. seven inch singles, uh, which actually wasn't expensive at all, but it's yep. actually one of my favorite, one of the, uh, one of my favorite old, actually the No More Heroes album was the very first punk album I ever got. I got it uh, Christmas 77 as a birthday present, as uh, Christmas present. What's, so, what's the B-side on, what's the B-side on the single? In the Shadows. That's on the, that's on the album too. Is that on the record too? Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. So, but it's it's a cool picture sleeve, and uh, okay. it's it's pretty iconic. So it was like three pounds. It was like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get that. Then I got a. I don't know if you know the band Spiz Energy. I think one of their first singles was called. They're Soul the ones with Soul. the logo that looks just like GRI. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So they had a, one of their first. But singles. I've never actually heard. I've never actually heard them. Oh yeah, I'm surprised you haven't heard was Captain Kirk, which was probably their most famous most famous song. It's on a lot of old punk compilations. <laughs> Um, they changed the name to Atletico Spiz 80. Oh, maybe I have. Um, yeah. But anyway, Spiz Energy, one of the first singles okay. was called Soldier Soldier, and I bought that. Uh, that, well, that one wasn't too bad. Um, I bought a single by The Ruts called West One Shine On Me, which was one of the – I think it might have been the last single, actually. So we know I love The Ruts. Uh, great, great okay. band. That was a great picture sleeve. And then what I spent my money on was – you know the band The Not Sensibles, right? You know them? Are you familiar with them? Their famous, so. their famous song so was enough. called "I'm I'm in Love with Margaret Thatcher." Um, okay. Came out on a very very small label. In fact, I think it was limited to like a thousand copies or something like the original, like that. So they had the original of that. I think it was from I think it was from '77. Mm. It was on something called Red Bull Records or something like that. And uh, and I got that the original of "I'm in Love with Margaret Thatcher." And uh, yeah, that went. Mm. That was like that was like that was like twenty five quid. So that was like like thirty five like bucks. bucks. Yeah, thirty five bucks, something like that. So do you have a record? Do you have a record player at your mom's house, or do you just have to hope that these all play well when you go home? No, I, I actually do. And actually, my mom still got a stereo, probably from do the eighties. Yeah, the stereo from the eighties is still oh, here. Funny. The funny thing is, you know, it's one of those ones that's got like a CD player, a double cassette deck. It's got everything built in, right? Oh yeah. Um, the CD yep. player, the CD player skips. The cassette player doesn't play cassettes anymore; it just chews them up. The only thing that still plays <laughs> is the is the only thing that still plays is the turntable, and actually, it sounds really good. So that's there you uh, go. Yeah, it's been kind of a bonus. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so that was that was my haul from that store. I think it was. I think I spent like sixty quid at at uh, a dig. Um, and that's the place where they don't give you the plastic sleeve. So I was pretty pissed off about that. But um, so that was that was that was dig. Uh, and then from there, I went to. Uh, yeah, I was telling you about the oldest uh, the, the store that used to be there from when I was a kid, uh, Probe Records. 
Um, and I there I got a Jonathan Richmond record. Yep. I don't, do you like Jonathan Richmond? At all? Do you like I, you know, I'm Richmond? vaguely familiar with Modern Lovers and I, Okay. I'm only vaguely familiar. All right. Like I've heard a couple of Modern Lovers songs, but I don't even know if I even know his whole stuff. Well, he, he's I, the Modern I, Lovers I, guy, right? I'm not, yeah, I'm not, he, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's the Modern Lovers guy, and he did a he did a he's been a bunch of solo records since then, yeah. since the Modern Lovers, and so one of my favorite ones is this album called I Jonathan, which was actually just re released, uh, just released on vinyl for the first time because it came out in, like the early '90s, I think. And uh, okay. so it was only on CD for a long time. So did, just did be... I want to destroy you. No, that was uh, Robin Hitchcock. Okay. That's that was a soft Robin Hitchcock and the Soft Boys. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, jo- okay, okay. yeah, Jonathan Richmond's uh, the, the Modern Lovers big one was uh, Roadrunner, which the Sex Pistols covered. Mm. Um, so anyway, I bought the okay. uh, album I Jonathan first time on vinyl, so that was cool because I wanted to buy something a probe because they've been there for so long and I wanted to give those guys some some money before they had to close. So that was yeah. it was it's brand new. It's actually it's on been the... walking around in there for have you been walking around there? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it was actually on that label that you like, Craft Recordings, right? They did the Social D reissues, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. So it on, yeah, so I knew it, I knew it would sound good. So okay, okay, cool. Um, so I think that might have actually been that might have actually been all I bought in Liverpool. We went to a couple of other record stores too, but they were kind of disappointing and. Uh, I don't think like a, a couple of them had had reorganized the way they had their stock, so they had like everything muddled, uh, mud, you know, muddled in together instead of having like a punk section or a metal section. Everything was just in under rock or something, and that's just a pain in the ass to look through at that point, right? You start uh, to you start to forget like, what it is you're looking for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who has time for that shit? And they made me put hand sanitizer on before what? I started looking. That was like the what? cheek. There you go. Yeah. It's fine, and I don't mind. I can spend hours doing that. I don't care. But if you have somebody else with you, you have to kind of take them into consideration, right? Well, exactly. Like, and I'd already, I already had these, but, yeah. these other records with me and stuff like that. So I felt like I was kind of, you know, I was kind of getting close to being done anyway because I'd spent almost a hundred pounds at this point. So I didn't really want to spend that, you know, too much more. And this was playing new stuff anyway. They didn't have, they didn't have a lot of old, you know, decent old stuff. So I was pretty much, pretty much done. Um, but also what I did, well, I'll tell you what, do you want to, do you want to, uh, play something else and, I'll, and then I'll talk about other stuff that I got. Do you want to play another song? Sure. More records? Yeah. You got more records? Is that what you're going to say now? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, yes. I, so I did, um, kind of gothy, this is from the gothy era of the damned. Okay. And it's, uh, got that sweet, like organ kind of thing that they did later on. This is yeah, grimly yeah. fiendish. Okay, so Grimly Fiendish from The Damned.
All right, that was grimly fiendish by the damned. Was that from the Black Album? Because I'm I'm not that familiar with their with their uh, later period stuff. It's it's funny because I'm having second thoughts about what album all these songs I picked came from. Because I'm you know we don't really do it like that. Let me let me check. Grimly fiendish song by the damned. I mean, it would make sense if it was uh, the, I feel like the it's Black either, Album. Uh, no, later Phantasmagoria. Oh, okay, Phantasmagoria. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, so while I was here, I decided to uh, kind of kill two birds with one stone. And uh, a lot of the things on Discogs Mm. that I'd been kind of putting off because I didn't want to pay the uh, exorbitant shipping prices to ship from the UK to the US. Uh Now I'm in the UK UK for a while. I decided to, uh, to make some Discogs purchases from record stores in the UK. So... I got, let's see, the first thing I got was um, the band Action Packed. I think I've played one of their things before. I think I played Suicide Bag mm. a few episodes ago. So I got the 7-inch of Suicide Bag, which was their first, the Suicide Bag EP. It was their first single on Fallout Records from like 81 or 82. So I got that. Um, I got a Morrissey single, obviously, one of their one of the mid-period Morrissey singles from the early 90s that was that's hard to find, and especially in the States. <laughs> Um, then I got, um, I got the action-packed album, Mercury Theater on the Air, and so that came today, Mm. and I am waiting on, um, an album, uh, actually the only album by the band Attack, A-T-T-A-K, who, uh, they sound just like, uh, their first album, Blitz, Mm. they sound just like Blitz. So very very good. They got the album is called Zombies or something. Mm. It's got a terrible terrible album cover, but uh, mu- music wise they they sound great. So uh, I'm waiting on that. That should get to me in a couple of days or something like that. So uh, yeah, so I've bought quite I've bought quite a lot of stuff since I've been here so mm. far. Let's so see. so. Are so you only ordering stuff in the UK, or is is like is is shipping in Europe to the UK much cheaper, or is it still pretty outrageous for international? I mean, that's a good question. All the things I've ordered so far, the four things I've ordered so far have all been from the UK. I've just been looking for UK dealers. And to tell you the truth, I've been I've been very impressed. Uh, the action-packed single I got within two days. So I couldn't, wow. actually, I couldn't actually believe how fast yeah, that, really, that thing got you, to me. You could order a little more, but you know, I wouldn't think you want to order more than about a couple weeks you exactly. know, before you leave just because yep. you don't want it. But. Yeah. So, no, that's no, that, yeah, that, that, you know, that's like true. I, said, I haven't, so I haven't been ordering things because the post office has been screwy, and obviously we've chronicled that quite a bit. I'm sure people are sick of us hearing us talk about the post office. But the truth is, I didn't really want it with this mail-in election thing going on. I didn't want to really, oh, true, even yeah. be dealing with it. You know, I get that. The only thing again. I did buy. You know, one of my favorite albums from this year, and we've talked about it, and I can't remember if we played any songs from it, but I love the new Screechy Weasel album that came out this year. But he hadn't done any physical with it. It was only, um, it sounds like you're eating Captain Crunch or something. Sorry, I'm putting some of my records away. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Did Something I kill happens. you? No, 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 I was, I was putting my albums away. But, so they did, a, I got a, ah. I got an email because I'm on the mailing list, of course, and said, hey, we're doing a 300-run copy of the new album on Orange Vinyl. Wow. So I go over there, and I'm putzing around the website. Like, well, should I get a couple things? It always helps for 
shipping fee and a couple of things like ah screw it i'm just gonna order it i was at lunch at work and i ordered it and it literally sold out in like two hours so i was glad i waited and i know they're gonna do some other color variants but you know first one's always the most valuable right, right. i probably already doubled my money on it so which label is so it on? that's the only thing i've ordered but it doesn't come out to the end. uh recess that, hmm, that, that Todd like, Congiliary or whatever, the guy from Toys That Kill. Oh, right, 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 yeah, yeah, okay. Screeching has worked with, worked with them before, or at least a little bit, so that nah, should be cool. I wonder why they only did so, 300, that's anyway, weird. Well, and now they're doing, now they put up 300 teal. Oh, okay. The first 300 were orange. I don't know why, see, I, 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 you know, it's not like our buddy Chavez. Like, stop. Just just do, like, maybe do the 300 orange and then maybe just do 2,000 black or something, you know? Right, exactly. But whatever. Exactly. Because, I mean, now that, al- that, al- that album was very well received from what I remember. I mean, people loved that album, right? Easily sell a couple thousand on vinyl. Easily. Right. Yeah. So, uh, why don't you play one more Halloween song, unless you've got some more stuff you want to tell me about. Why? Because then you're going to talk about the election. Is that it? Yeah, I was thinking about it. Yeah, okay. Real briefly, right. I mean, I'm not gonna beat I'm not gonna beat that horse. I feel like your internet is struggling a little bit. Let me, let so. me, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me go and try and take care of that a second. Hold on a second. Oh, it's classic. Like when we, I'm, I'm talking, but you, you don't have to listen, Neil. I'm just talking out loud. Like when we first started doing this, and I'd have to go yell at my kids to get off the internet. Stop hey, sucking Lydia. up my precious bandwidth. Lydia, are you on the internet right now? Of course. If you are, can you jump off? Thank you very much. Of course she says no, right? <laughs> the thing is... <laughs> if you I, mean I, I'm streaming television on my phone, then no. <laughs> I suppose I, I suppose we have unlimited, but I think the way that works is it's actually unlimited up to a certain amount, and then once you hit that threshold, then all they do, they just dial the speed yeah. way down, right? So... I think that's what yeah. I think that's what's happening. So it's all right. It's it's not horrible, but I, but I definitely also tell that you don't have your because you usually use a very fancy microphone, I which do. really makes you sound uh, super macho. Oh, and your new microphone is exactly well. Your and your built-in mic on your on your headphones is definitely does not have the same uh, doesn't catch capture all your rich the same, uh, the same rich timber. timber of your voice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, exactly. That's okay. Uh, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a song by the Horror Pops, uh, who are actually from Denmark, uh, originally. Even though I think they live in LA right now, and uh, I think they broke up a while ago, but then they I'm reformed different. recently. I... Go on. Really? Yeah. No, uh, I'm, actually... just, I'm, I'm just coming. I'm just mom... 2020 actually bit us again because the Horror Pops actually reformed and we're gonna tour this summer. So, but obviously, 2020 hmm. has put an end to that. So uh, we'll have to wait to see if they. Yeah, but I think they were supposed to play a. Re- I think they were supposed to play a Reggie's with the queers. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So um, anyway, this is the anyway. horror pops with uh, with the song "Ghouls" from their 2003 album "Hell Yeah." <laughs>
So, um, so yeah, obviously the big thing going on here is the election. It's so funny, right? Oh, um, yeah. I'm sure you've been kind of watching abroad, and it's just like it's it, to me. This is the best advertisement against government ever. It's like, hey, we're gonna fix voting. Now that they fixed it, it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> you know, we're several days after the election. We haven't declared a winner yet. Right. Um, I don't know. It it's looking like I would guess that Joe Biden's gonna end up winning. Um, and the fact of the matter is, I I'm pretty indifferent, and I know people are gonna be like, oh, we, you know, you should be excited about Biden winning or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, Biden is you know has 50 years of public service that show me why I shouldn't get very excited about it, for being honest. Um, the only thing we know for fact is that on January 20th, some creepy old man will be inaugurated president. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, one so, of the two. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's. I don't know, man. It's 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 frustrating. You know, I went to vote in person, mm-hmm. um, sort of as as a point. You know, so I I actually went super early in the morning, came into work late. I I was in line at ten to seven. There was already a pretty good amount of people out there. And granted, I'm in a small town, but everybody was being friendly. It was a beautiful day. You know, we've had a spat of really nice weather, mm-hmm. and it was it was like it was it was like Man, you know, I'm in line with these people, and we're all being friendly, and we're all being, you know, you know, we're all out here doing this thing, and I am not voting the same way as 90% of the people I'm in line with. Statistically, I know that, but you know what? It's like we're all. It, it just kind of reminded me that we're all we have more in common than we have differences. Yeah. And we need to quit letting these cultish political parties and the stupid news make us seem worse than it is and i had this sort of weird optimism voting and then now now it's like eh, it's all gone now now it's this partisanship of uh your guys trying to cheat no your guys trying to cheat and they probably are both trying to cheat a little i'm not i'm not sure it's kind of hard kind of hard to tell what's going on yeah one party that seems to want to not count if there's any doubt wants to not count votes and then you get the other party that wants to count votes that seem a little shady so it's you know there's a long history of this right well i like mean from one what of the closest I, uh, elections in american history. yeah but i mean from what i can I see say, one of the closest elections in america... sorry go ahead neil i was gonna i was gonna say i, I mean it doesn't it, it, I mean, from here anyway, it doesn't seem shady. It just seems like, you know, if the vote was cast before November 3rd, even if it was a mail-in vote, then it should be counted. It's not like anybody's been voting after November no, I, 3rd. Right? No, I agree 100%. And, and like I said, we got one political party that definitely wants to not count anything that seems shady. But there is some shady stuff. There's some red flags. And once again, I don't want to – I don't know. I'm sure these things will be investigated, and maybe they'll prove to be absolutely false because, let's, let's face it, our president makes a lot of crazy outlandish claims, and I'm certainly not uh, saying that he's probably on the right path. But, you know, when you do have precincts that have some weird anomalies in these traditionally uh, – in, in certain areas where they always have problems, it does raise some red flags. Now, what I was going to say was, you know, one of the closest elections in American history – was 1960. Yeah. A young Kennedy. John F. Kennedy beat Richard Nixon. That was 60 years ago, and it's pretty widely acknowledged now that there was a fair amount of cheating went on during that election. But it was in uh, close to your hometown, actually. <laughs> yeah. Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, good old Chicago. So these so these things happen. And once again, like I said, I'm not I'm not siding with with the, the president because I do think he's a moron. But it's I don't know. It's it's crazy what's going on. It, it's 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 embarrassing. It's 
it's crazy. I just, it's embarrassing that we can't do better than these two guys. Yeah, I it's would just, agree with I would agree with that. And it's also embarrassing that we can't do that. We still we got people counting votes by hand and shit like that. It just seems incredibly archaic in this day and age that this is how yeah, we. Yeah, I wonder why there's so much room for tampering too. You know. Right. Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, know. I don't think we're gonna have anyway, a winner I'm, with 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 all the legal shit that's going on. I don't think we're gonna have a a declared winner for another couple of weeks yet. Do you think? You know, it's such a weird, yeah, I don't know. It's such a weird, I, I'm in such a weird, like, spot because I, I live in a very, very deep red area here. Yeah. Very, very conservative. But I also am friends with so many musicians who are just, you know, the absolute opposite of the political spectrum. So yeah, I kind of, I, I, I think there's so much echo chambering going on. You know, people who believe one thing only talk to people who believe that same thing. And I just, I don't know, I'm a little, I'm a little frustrated by the whole by the whole situation, I think that, you know, what I will tell my right, my friends on the right are very upset. What I will tell you is Joe Biden is not really much of a progressive. I really wouldn't worry too much about it. Um, to my friends on the left, I'd say, you know what? He's a little more progressive than Trump is. So at least the country's moving in the right, you know, direction that you want them to move at least. So I I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to buy into the hype and the hyperbole about, uh, oh, this is the most important election in American history. BS. I've been alive 50 years. They say that every election. The next one will be more important. Trust me. Yeah, true enough. So true enough. anyway, we'll see what happens. I know, I'm sure I'm sure the majority of the people who listen to us are probably hoping that Biden wins and, and whatever. I just don't. I, I and, and if he does, great. But I can't get excited about him as a candidate, you know. And once right. again, don't take that as an endorsement of Trump because that's not what that is. Right. But anyway. I mean, it, it is interesting, anyway, yeah, though. It, our... it is interesting because you're in one of those states that was, uh, you know, the, the Trump said straight away that he was going to win. And it looked like he had won it. And then all of a sudden, just like just like Wisconsin, right, it swung, it, it swung blue all of a sudden now when they started counting the, well, the mail-in votes and shit, right? And I- and unfortunately, the, with the with the precincts that are coming up, they're sort of shooting up red flags. With yeah. Everything. I mean, the mayor, of Det- the the two mayors, last couple of mayors of Detroit are still in prison. I mean, it's just it's a corrupt political machine, you know. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows what all happens? I I don't know. I, yeah. It would be nice if it, it would be nice if we. You know, I went to bed and thinking, you know what? I know they're saying it's going to take a few days to count this, but I bet you they'll have an unofficial winner by the time I get up in the morning. Well, now we're going on a couple of days and and we don't. So anyway, anyway, so yeah, that's my uh, that's what's going on here, and it's kind of weird because it does kind of feel like the world stopped. You know, it's like, well, COVID really did go away because they're not reporting on it now. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. But. Uh, well, the anyway, news, the news, the news here, the the news here is just a clusterfuck because it's like it's COVID because of the because of the lockdown, and then it's the American election, which is a clusterfuck as well. So it's just a mess. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's just a real mess. Bush, I'm, was it Bush? If Trump loses, uh, Boris is going to lose his buddy. Yeah, he is. He is, and Boris is actually looking. Boris is actually. He couldn't be more unpopular right now. He's unpopular with the right and the left, to tell you the truth. So the left. It was surprising that he won re-election, wasn't it? It it was, and he won big, but that was only because the the just kind of like this one. It was kind of only because the Labour Party was so horribly uh, disorganized and ran such a terrible campaign. I think that's the only reason why Boris got in so big. 
but uh but right now he's horribly um unpopular with both sides you know the right wing think he's gone too far with the lockdown and the labor party thinks he hasn't gone far enough so he's <laughs> he's in this horrible position of being hated from both sides so there you go well there you go yeah well you know so anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna read I'm gonna read one letter and then I'm gonna play one more song, Neil, and then I'll let you we can talk about whatever you want in the last okay. segment before you play your song. Okay, but so we touched on this letter before, but I'm gonna read it read it all the way through. And we probably should catch up on mail at some point when we have a chance. If Yeah, we haven't know, had we much have recently less... though. Yeah, we have we have not a lot no, recently that's... though. Yeah. Well of course yeah, we've of course we've we've slowed down a bit too. So but Dear Punk till I die, your shows are so fun and entertaining, they keep me awake at night. Wit, humor, and don't even get me started on the slapstick banner between Neil and Tom. That's the problem with the delayed internet, Neil. Our slapstick banner gets kind of jacked up, you know? Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's jacked tonight, yeah. <laughs> but that's all right. Please do a lullaby show. I need some sleep. Love you, top <laughs> fan. So I don't think we're going to be able to do a whole lullaby show, but it made me think about a song that I'm going to devote to this uh, this reader, Laura, listener, Laura. So, Laura, this song's for you. This is called Bedtime Story. It's by a band that's known for their lullabies, Diglo Abortions from Canada.
There it was, Valora. That was bedtime story by the Dayglow, the beautifully named Dayglow Abortions. And uh, yes, the very first time I met Tom, it was at uh, he was in Chicago going to see the Dayglow Abortions, and I was going to see the Dead Boys. So that's a yep. that's that was a the good only story. time I've ever seen them. I think they have some issues getting into the states even yeah, no before shit. COVID. Yeah, but you know, so. I mean, they've so been anyway, going forever, though, right? I mean, they've been going since, like, yeah. 85 or something, right? I mean, I, I can remember that. No, no, no. I think, I think late 70s. Oh, wow. Because I can remember that first album. Well, maybe it I wasn't even it, the first album. Um, it was that one with Reagan on the cover. first one was called Out of the Womb. I think it was 81 or something. Okay, wow. All right. Fetus of Fetus was, like, 84-ish. I mean, they don't have a ton of albums out, but they're all pretty good. Even the recent yeah. ones are pretty good. Yeah, Fetus of Fetus was the classic one with, with, yeah. with Ronald, Ronald Reagan on the cover, right? Yeah. Yeah. Stupid Canadians making fun of our president. Yeah, how dare they? Exactly. We yeah. don't make fun of their president. Actually, I do all the time. I'm not a big Trudeau guy, but anyway. Anyway, so what else, Neil? What are we? What's what's our what's our parting thoughts? Or uh, this? We don't really have a much to do other than the fact that we got one song left. So I'm gonna throw it on you. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it's just a drag because I'm in England for another two weeks. Uh, my mom's funeral will be in a, you know, in ten days or something, and I'm going to be in town in town for another couple of weeks. And everything is seriously, everything is closed. Every all the places I would want to go, pubs, bars, you know, different cities. Yep. We're not, I mean, it, it really is locked down. You're not even supposed to travel um, out of your bubble. Like if you go to Wales, try and go to Wales or something. Supposedly the police stop you at the border and ask you what you're doing. Mm. I mean, it really is like a military state. It seriously wouldn't. This wouldn't fly in the states. I, I can tell you that now. Um, the way that the way they do it here, uh, it's almost like the say police what you have want about AR Say what you want about AR-15s, but they ain't locking us down that severely, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly right. <laughs> and you know, and the British love to be. They, I mean, seriously, love to be told what to do. They love to follow the rules, no matter how stupid they are. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I've been having a real hard time with that, and basically breaking everyone that they've given me so far. So. Uh, well, there you go. I hope it turns out to be. I hope it turns out to be a blessing in disguise because you get to hang out with your family maybe more than you would, you know, otherwise. So yeah, I mean, I, I feel bad because look at the bright I, side, pal. Yeah, I feel bad because my brother took the week off and we were going to go drinking a lot and do a lot of that kind of stuff, and uh, you know, now everywhere's closed, so we, you know, we can't do that. Just so. drinking at home. Exactly, we'll be I watching horror movies and stuff and drinking at home. Yeah. There you go. The good news is if you drink too much, like your brother drinks too much, he's got to drive home and he gets pulled over by one of those bobbies or whatever they call them there, those stupid cops, <laughs> he could just start coughing and be like, you know what, sir, you're fine. <laughs> no, they'll be like, you're outside the bubble. What are you doing outside your house? Get back inside your house immediately. You know, like that. Very politely beating him with a billy club. I will tell you what it was tonight as well. As well, I, I didn't realize it's the first time I've been here for, uh, we call it bonfire night or Guy Fawkes night. It was the first night I've been here for that probably since I left in 1983. Um, wow. Are you familiar with Are you familiar with Guy Fawkes Night? Probably from the movie V for Vendetta. You probably remember I was that. Say, maybe. I know the name and I'm familiar with that, but I really don't know what the story is. No. Okay, so it's like the um, so long story short, in like 1615 or some shit, um, a bunch of crazy Catholics. <laughs> You were a kid. Yeah, when I was a kid, yeah, yeah. A bunch <laughs> of crazy Catholics led by this guy called Guy Fawkes. Um, they tried to blow a parliament. And the king was going to be in mm. parliament, and he was a Protestant king, and they were Catholic, and they wanted a Catholic king on the throne. Oh, so they were, an infidel. Yeah. yeah, so they were going to blow up parliament and, and, and kill them all, but they got foiled at the last minute. So ever since then, on the November the 5th, 
you know, remember, remember the 5th of November gunpowder treason and plot. Um, people have, uh, oh. people have had fireworks at the house and stuff and it's firework night. So this was the first time that, like I say, that I've been home during a firework night for 30, 40 years. So it was actually pretty cool. There's a lot of people, there's no official firework displays because of COVID, you know, fuck COVID. Uh, but people had fireworks in their backyards and stuff, and you could see them. It was actually pretty spectacular. It was cool. That was so. that was Fourth of July here too. Yeah, there was yeah. no official fireworks, but yep. But you know, nothing that can't be bought. Exactly right. So yeah. So well, listen, man. I hope you I hope you enjoy your trip. I don't know if I'll I don't know if I'll talk to you again before you. Uh, I mean, if we'll podcast or not before you come back, but maybe we will. See, it's funny. Maybe this we'll thing some, this thing comes and goes. Kind of a wacky scene. This thing comes and goes because it was actually at the beginning of the show. I thought the quality was good, and right now the quality seems good. It was just in the. It's probably because your, your daughter got off the internet. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> maybe so because now it seems fine. Just in the middle, it was kind of fucked there for a while, huh? Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh well, I, you know we're we're doing our we're doing our best to bring top notch entertainment and. Yes. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't know I don't I mean like I said I, I hope we can do this again maybe we can come up with some kind of a you know, a theme with you being over there. Um, or not take care of your family stuff and we'll, uh, we'll get back to it. Well, the um, only stuff, the, the only stuff I'll be able to buy now is on discogs, unfortunately, cause there ain't no more record stores. So, you know. yeah. Well, so, uh, and the fact that is we're getting, you know, we're in November now, you know, we're going to be getting to that point where we start talking about, you know, end of the year and that kind of, that kind of thing, you know, kind of start wrapping it up. True enough. Gonna, I think, I think we're going to do something and we, you and I haven't really discussed it, but I think we're going to do like our, you know, between the two of us, you know, put together a list. We'll each have our individual list, but we will do like the official, like punk till I die, you know, top 10 or something. Yeah. That'll be cool. It's going to be very prestigious. Very prestigious. Yeah. Maybe we can have the winner on or something. They can do a. We'll get some some trophies or something. Yeah. To accept the. Yes. Accept the reward. Yes. That album of the year. Because I know there's definitely a couple that you and I both love that probably that. I'd like our number ones might not make the list, but there's a consensus. You know, this will be the consensus. Yeah, consensus I don't think Mar- ten, I don't think Marcy will come on the show. I hate to tell you that. So <laughs> I don't know, dude. He might eventually. You're like one of his five supporters left. <laughs> you come on. Son of a you should bitch. come on and kiss your ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. All let's right. let's wrap let's wrap this sucker up. All right, I got one more song to play. Um, I'm going to play a song yep. by uh, actually another Danish band. This is Necromantics, and the song mm. is Gargoyles Over Copenhagen.
Gargoyles over Copenhagen there by the Necromantics. Um, and it's funny, the, the uh, main guy from the Necromantics, the bass player, Kim Necroman, he actually plays guitar in the Horror Pops, uh, who I played earlier on in the, in the show. Um, I played the song, song Ghouls uh, by them. I think I incorrectly called it Zombies Ate Our Brain. That was the Creepshow song. The Ghouls was from the Horror Pops. So anyway, yeah. Kim Necroman there in, in both those bands. There you go. Yep. So, yeah. Hey, man, listen, it was nice to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, Good to talk to you again. We haven't been able to have our normal, uh, you know, our normal chats because uh, you've been so far away and you're, and and we're way off on time zone. Like now I'm just ready to go down for dinner and you're like, uh, you know, half in the bag, ready to go to bed. So Yeah, it's it's 1030 at night. Yeah, exactly. We are five, five hours different. And matter of fact, I really wanted to get a drink so I could have a drink while I was talking to you, but I'm like, I don't only have like a third of a bottle of gin. I want to start drinking it too early. I'd run out. I was I'm drinking gin myself. tonight too. Like... That's funnily enough. I'm drinking gin right now. There you go. Well, I'm going to have some too, but I'm going to wait till after dinner. So All right. anyway, thanks for well, listening, everybody. I hope the, yeah. tech, the technical aspect of it, because we actually been really trying to work on the technical aspect of it. And I think we've been doing better, but you know, we, these are strange times and we must improvise and do the best we can. So yeah, it was either this. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be perfect, but it was either this or nothing. So uh, I thought this no, was, yeah, we did our best, so hopefully it'll turn out okay. Yeah. We did our best. So, yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Yep.
thanks for Good listening. It was good, Tom. It was it was good talking to you again. It's been a it's been a few weeks, so it was nice to hear your voice. Give your family my condolences, and uh, yeah, hope uh, hope everything works out well. Thank you, and uh, yeah, thank you, thank so, you. So, do your thing, uh, Neil. okay, everybody, stay everybody, stay free, and uh, <laughs> keep a little keep a little mark in your heart. And R.I.P. Mom. There you go. So uh, yeah, see you all. See you all, everybody. Bye.